Fellowship Church Let's Talk Ministry. And if you have your Bible, I want you to go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 12. 1 Samuel chapter 12. Um, on Sunday nights, our college and career group is going through uh, the book of 1 Samuel. And looking through chapter 12, um, a couple of things jumped out to me. I thought it might be good for us just on a Friday uh, to be able to consider these things. And so... First Samuel chapter 12, uh, verse 1, Then Samuel said to all of Israel, Behold, I have obeyed your voice and all that you have said to me and made the king over you, and now behold, the king walks before you. So Samuel's, uh, he's older now. Uh, Saul is uh, the king. And so the people wanted a king. And so Samuel told them all of the reasons why they shouldn't um, choose a king. Uh, but they have chosen a king. And he does something um, that I think is really interesting is he um, then says down in verse 2, and, be, and now behold, the king walks before you, and I'm old and gray. And behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day. Here I am. Testify against me before the Lord and before his anointed. And so he gives this nation of Israel an opportunity to you know, say, have, have I taken an ox? Have I taken a donkey? Have I defrauded you in any way? Have I oppressed you in any way? Have I taken a bribe? Um, he gave them an opportunity to uh, represent his character, his integrity. I mean, they. he said, here, I'm, to the whole nation, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If I've done anything against you, I'd like to restore that to you. And then he says in verse 4, they said... You have not defrauded us or oppressed us or taken anything from any man's hand. What a statement in the, as you look back in 1 Samuel chapter 12. The life of Samuel in front of these individuals asking them, hey, have I, have I taken advantage of you? And if you look back through the Old Testament and, and even when you jump into the New Testament where Jesus comes in and the, the priests have not been overall, I mean, there's been individuals that have been excited about worship and excited about the law and excited about truth and excited about sacrifice. But even if you go back in front of Samuel, you have Eli and his sons took advantage of the system and Eli didn't address it. And so Samuel stands before them, uh, gives them an opportunity to test, you know, share anything he's done. He'd like to restore that uh, to them if he has. So something I think that's really important is the word integrity or character interesting to allow this whole nation or this group of individuals to have an opportunity to speak what a what a humbling what of uh, a testimony of a life i mean I, I just can't imagine having this group of people given opportunity to share um and then if you go down to verse seven now therefore stand still and i will plead with you before the lord concerning all the righteous deeds of the lord that he performed for you and for your fathers. And so now he is going to stand in front of them and talk about the God of Israel and all the righteous deeds concerning him uh, before you, the Lord, concerning all the righteous deeds of love, deeds of the Lord that he performed for you and for your fathers. So now he's going to kind of go back over history and say, okay, let me just remind you of the power of God. Um, and so he starts out, you know, in Egypt and they're, you know, they're oppressed and then they cry out to the Lord 
and God, you know, rescued them. And then down in verse nine, but they forgot the Lord, their God, and he sold them into the hand of Sisera, the commander of the army. And they cried out to the Lord against him. And we have sinned because we've forsaken the Lord and served Baal and served Azurera. But now deliver us out of the hands of the, of the enemies that we may serve you. And then he reminds him what the Lord does again. Um, I, I, and then he goes to, to verse 14. If you fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice and not rebel against the commands of the Lord. And if you both the king, you and the king who reigns over you will follow the Lord your God. It will be well. So you have this individual of integrity reminding them of the, the power of God. And now he's going to remind them that there's an opportunity. The little word if there is a really interesting word for me. I'm just wondering how many said, you know what, that's us. We are all in. We know God. We're going to trust him. We walk with him. We see his power. It's demonstrated to us. We have the righteous deeds of, that he's done in our past. And so we're all in with you, God. And how many were doubting? And then he says in verse 15, but if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commands of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you and your king. And so you have this opportunity for individuals to say, yes, we're going to trust the hand of the Lord. We're going to trust the truth. We're going to trust the way our God has been moved in miraculous and powerful ways. And we're going to walk in those truths and so that's laid out in front of them. And then there's going to be other ones that are going to say, you know what, I'm not interested and go in a totally different direction. And then you drop down to verse 18. So Samuel called upon the Lord and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day. And all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And so he's talked to them. He's given them opportunity to testify. So a man of character, integrity, standing in front of them. This is what God is going to say to you. And so God's saying, if you fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice and not rebel against the commands of the Lord, always there's always uh, a natural heart of ours of rebellion. Well, we don't, we don't like it that way. Well, we think this is a little bit better. And so 1 Samuel 12, to me, gives us an opportunity today to call our hearts towards integrity and call our hearts to submit when, we really, when we're leaning towards rebellion being all of who our father is, which then that will dictate the choices that we make, the things that we run to. And uh, and so I, I want you to really think your way around this now. You know, maybe you need to go back and open up your Bible to 1 Samuel chapter 12 and kind of look through these verses. Um, maybe you need to pause this morning and say, you know what, is there any sin in my life? Uh, am, am I living a life of reverence and all of who my father is and want to hear his voice and I want to serve him. I don't want to be obedient to his voice. Those are all natural things in my heart. Or maybe you're just coming off that, you know, verse 18 where the thunder and lightning shows up and God did this big thing and your heart is really excited about him right now. I just don't know where we all are today, but it's an opportunity to kind of realign our focus as we go into the weekend or maybe you picked up this up in the middle of the week. Just realign our focus. Okay, here we are. I want to be an individual of integrity and I want to walk in the fear of, of my Lord and serve him and walk in obedience to his voice and work at not having a rebellious attitude, which is going to be there, but not following through in those choices. So Father, thank you for First Samuel chapter 12, uh, just an opportunity to be around the scriptures this Friday and to use it as a voice of integrity, use it as an opportunity for us to be reminded of the power of who you are. Reminded of that when we do choose sin, that that leads us to captivity. 
And so um, may we be in awe of who you are and serve you and obey your voice and really work hard at um, area, identifying the areas of our heart that we're, we're prone to, to live in rebellion. So thank you for your word, Father. Use us today. In your name I pray. Amen. God bless you and have a great day.